The Sunday Sit-Down on Algoa FM. Louis Tomlinson, the song's called Bigger Than Me. <laughs> and I think I've now, I've just ruined the whole chat <laughs> that I was about to start by dropping a weird bombshell. Anyway, that is my style. And um, <laughs> in today's edition of Fit In, or um, anyway, um, Mandisa, hey. Hello, hello, hello. Um, you say a little bit disarming to be a that side of the desk and to be the interviewee rather than the interviewer. But that's the thing, though. The Sunday sit-down is atypical in that sense. It's, it's more of a conversation. Um, now, I'm going to give it another bash, and you get to help me. Mandisa, Magwakasa. Magwakasa. Good try. Magwakasa. <laughs> Come on, Chick. It's four syllables in one click. What were you hoping <laughs> for from this poor man? Anyway, um, yeah. So, you, um, one of your most recent um, creative outlets has become radio. Yes. Um, uh, we'll get to the why. So let's start at the beginning. Um, you are the new 10 to 2, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, Saturday evening host on Algo AFM. And um, yeah, how, how's it been the, the first few weeks? Settling in nicely? Uh, yeah, absolutely. The The first couple of weeks was a bit rough. I was sick, like for every show oh, that I man. did. Um, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to just give it my best and so I've been in this learning journey because I've done radio before a little bit of radio before but it's very different you know knowing that it's Algoa FM it's such a respected brand everything is done to such a level of excellence so I was freaking out a little bit Um, but luckily I've had amazing people such as yourself and Mio to learn from so yeah it's been amazing yeah and then of course there's the very very special um and i have to say unique in my experience of the radio listening world the people of algoa country are unlike any other anywhere else i kid you not and surely your your first few weeks in the chair would would already have confirmed that for you Absolutely. The the support from everybody in Algoa country has been incredible. Just knowing that, you know, knowing and getting that message um, when you're in studio. And, I mean, last night, as, as I was saying, I had a birthday on Wednesday. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And people were sending messages and say, happy belated birthday. Hope you had an amazing day. Dedicating a song to me. I was like, oh, my word, that's so incredible. And that's just, I guess... Just how we are in in this part of South Africa, isn't it? We're really warm people. Yeah, who who face a, a fairly unique set of challenges in a country that is very often very challenging. Yeah, um, th- there's a resilience in in Algoa country that you you don't easily find elsewhere. Is is my experience of it. Anyway, less less about that and more about you. Where are you from? So, oh my goodness, I am a, <laughs> How long do you I'm, an, I'm an Eastern Cape girl. I was born on a farm somewhere between here and what is now Makanda, um, a place called Seven Fountains, lodged in between the you know most iconic game reserves of the area. I nice. grew up in Port Elizabeth. My my mom was a domestic worker. Yeah. And she worked for a, for the Long family, a family from Salem, and then who came to live in, in, in Kabecha. And so when I was about three, they took me from the farm where I lived with my gran and my aunts and uncles, and they brought me up in their home. So I was raised by my mom, Auntie Dorothy, Uncle Stan. And then when my mom left their employment, we moved to Motherwell. And okay. that's where our home is. It's in it's in Motherwell. So I've had a very diverse, uh, you Apparently, know, upbringing yeah. um, from the farm to suburbs to the location. And then I went to 
Sunridge Primary School. And for high school, I went to Shordeville, St. James uh, Roman Catholic High School for Girls. Right. So very, very colorful foundation, but all here within the Eastern Cape. Okay. I, I, I have a question to ask. And I, <laughs> I always end up getting, getting myself into this one when I have a lady in the chair. I don't want to know how old you are. I'm not going to ask. <laughs> you don't need to say. But when I hear Sunridge Primary, I think it was, ooh, ooh, was Amanda Lingenfelder one of your teachers? Yes, Miss okay. Lingenfelder was. Yeah. Oh, how old do you know her? Yeah, very, very well and for a very, very long time. Oh, that's incredible. So in grade three, her class was next door to my class. Mm. Um, yeah, she was like the glamorous teacher. We all used to like look up to her and be like, oh, she dresses so nicely. But now she's a glamorous granny. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sure she is. Yeah. Okay, so so were you taught by her or, or did you were you just like next door? No, I wasn't taught by okay. her. She taught mainly, I think, Afrikaans classes. Yeah, I would think. So I was in the English stream and I don't hide my age I'm you know I'm 35 I just turned 35 and I've earned my stripes yes I've earned my stripes have long life ahead of me so uh, age is just a number cool so we're talking um, studies what did you study, did you say? So I studied anthropology economics and legal theory at Rhodes University I'm gonna need more <laughs> <laughs> what a combination I know and that's because I was very confused I went to university straight out of matric and when I originally registered at Rose I registered for a B-Journ hated the first six months of journalism oh. <laughs> and yeah and so you know I, I I studied and I changed my major and those were the ones that stuck I really loved you know what law taught me about society and, and business and how people function behind the scenes and anthropology I love because I just love people and I'm very fascinated with you know how people live and, and where we've come from in order to be the society that we are today and yeah so economics was really just trying to strengthen my weaknesses because I am no way in that way inclined. Only subject I've ever been thrown out of being asked to leave a lecture. Economics too. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. I won't yeah. even ask why. Noisy boy. Okay. Just, uh, you know, a level of disrespect, uh, I suppose, is probably the best way to put it. Eish. Anyway, on to, um, so at some point we finish studying and uh, the world becomes real and we need to make money. Absolutely. What are we doing about that? I didn't finish studying, actually. Ah. I, I, I dropped out and I took on a career in tourism. Right. Yeah. So studying anthropology, um, one of the last assignments that I had was I decided that I was going to study the community that I came from, which is a farming community in Seven Fountains, and looking at how the communities were changed because of the advent of ecotourism and what that was doing and and from have and this coming from a personal experience where my family was moved from a farm and then you know were changed from farm laborers to people working in lodges and things like that which is quite a significant change and I wanted yeah. to study this and and find out so I ended up um, getting a summer job at one of the lodges right. and I never left <laughs> <laughs> that is um, the way to do it I suppose <laughs> well, well I mean you, you you wouldn't have, you know, not left if you weren't any good. 
So, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I guess I think I had a passion for it, and 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 I followed that passion, and I really once going into the industry, I moved to Cape Town um, about a year after being on the reserve because I saw and I was meeting people and and hosting agents that sell travel, and I saw okay, so the heart of this thing is in Cape Town. Mm. Let me go there and just find out what's happening. Had never been out of the to Cape Town ever and I took a bus Um, we used to work three weeks on one week off I I remember that phenomenon yeah okay I booked a bus for my November week off and I emailed ahead to all of my favorite hotels that I dreamed of staying at or working at the Cape Grace the Mount Nelson the 12 Apostles like all the best and so by the time I got to Cape Town I'd lined up a couple of interviews and by the time I left I'd landed a job at the Cape Grace Nice. And so I moved to Cape Town in the Jan- the following January, and yeah, I've never looked back since. Okay. And what keeps you busy now, well, lady I'm, of many talents? <laughs> I'm s- I still work for the tourism sector. I am now what I call a brand communication strategist. Strategy is is a really strong point of mine. I connect dots. I I make things work out and bring solutions. And then communications because I'm you know a natural communicator. I've got a gift for the written word. And cool. so I write. I write for all types of companies, all types of industries. But my main strategy and development for brand I apply within the tourism industry. And I run a very cool little company. I started during lockdown actually oh. called. Molomambi relations. Yes. Let's give let's give you a closer lesson, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had any of those since standard five, but oh, all right. My word. <laughs> so Molomambi means hello traveller. In oh, yes. 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 So yeah, so we we work within the travel industry predominantly and we manage communications and strategizing for hotel brands um, and any kind of organization that really caters within the tourism industry. Very good. Why is Psalm 139 important to you? Sure. Wow. So I discovered the true meaning of Psalm 139 when I was in grade 12. And when the word said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made, I was like, what? (laughs) Fearfully and wonderfully made. And I think since then, I've been on a journey of really finding out what does it mean to be fearfully and wonderfully made? And also the significance of how close that that psalm describes God to be to us. I was like, oh my word, this is mind-blowing. And so it's my favorite. It's very comforting. It's very reassuring. And I always go back to it when whenever I'm faced with anything, whether it's high, extreme joy, excitement, whatever, it grounds me and it just comforts me at the same time. I think it's important to have a source of, of that, almost irrespective of where you find it. Each, And I suppose how you find it um, or what it is is unique to you and says something surely about you. Absolutely. And you know, the how you find it is is the most important thing. I mean, people have religious wars in this world, yeah. but really Sad. how you find your source of belief is the most important thing. I've been on such a journey. And most recently when my mom passed away in 2020, I started looking into you know, the Isikosa religion and, and because I'd never been exposed to it and wanting hmm. to find out, you know, what does it mean to have ancestors? Who are my ancestors? How do I, you know, embrace this part of myself that I've never known before? And that journey literally led me right back to Psalm 139, funnily enough. And as it as it very well Yes, might. but with a That's very so cool. a very new understanding 
and also a very new appreciation for my culture and for the beliefs that the rest of my family had, which I was in conflict with before, but now I truly appreciate and understand. Uh, You do appreciate that makes you um, unusual and fairly lucky. And I'm hoping that part of you wants to share that, um, in in other words, widen that knowledge and and give it to more people because it's surely, it's critical. Where do I come from? Um, You know, uh, yeah. Anyway, more about you for right now. What's next? Oh my goodness, what is next? So, <laughs> do I need a cup of tea for this? Sure. So, um, sure. <laughs> That's a question. There's so much. And one of the greatest challenges is having various interests and very various talents. Sometimes I have, you know, a, what I call a crow, a crow syndrome where I see shiny things and new ideas <laughs> and I want to go for it. So I always have to rein myself in. However, I was, I said on my Facebook, um, for my birthday that my pillar for this year is the word righteousness. And, you know, I came to understand that word is celebrating how I come to make the right choices every day and how I come to, uh, um, you know, align my choices with pr- with my principles and my and godly principles. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying by all means to make right choices <laughs> and, and, you know, steer away from the goldfish syndrome. So that means developing Molomambi relations. Um, you know, we're very excited to have broken ground in Rwanda. Wow. And we've got new clients in Rwanda, so we're going to be exploring that a lot. And obviously, being part of the Algoa FM team of champions, yeah. um, you know, so doing that and just seeing where that takes me, because I'm very excited and, I, and I'm really exciting to see, excited to see where that goes. And yeah, that's that's it really for 2023. Sure. Sounds like um, but the question I asked you even before we started is like, do you have any spare time? No. <laughs> Flat no. out, no. <laughs> I, I don't. Sleep. Uh, I sleep and attend to my children. Okay. Do you enjoy cooking? As, or is it It's a source of not starving? In other words, do, do, rather than starve, you'll cook? Or is your favorite thing to make for supper a reservation? <laughs> <laughs> if I had all the money in the world, I probably uh, would make uh. more of those. But I love cooking. It depends on what I'm cooking. And and um, so I love cooking some of the things that my mom taught me to cook, like dumplings and nice. and and lamb stew. Oh, yes. And I Comfort love food. yes, and I love making the things that my kids love, and they just light up. So like a, a nice spaghetti bolognese and macaroni and cheese and so on. But yeah, I'm not I'm not really I'm I'm good. I'm okay. I mean, people eat; they don't complain. <laughs> no, so. no, no one's died. <laughs> no one has died. Thank goodness. Or been to the hospital because of your cooking. <laughs> Right? Yeah, no, right? no, no, no one's died. Well, I hope, you know, I don't know. I don't always check. <laughs> <laughs> also fair. Uh, what a nice chat we've had. So thank you very much for stopping by, especially since, yeah, um, you got to bed as late as you would have done. And, uh, yeah, we often forget about the um, added responsibility of children. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'm very fortunate to have a great support system, which is why I'm able to do the things that I do. So I'm thankful and I'm really grateful to you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been fun getting to know you. Your digital library experience. Podcasts from algoafm.co.za.